Amen. Isn't it funny that we all go to God wanting him to change stuff? Change my circumstance. Change my situation. Change my spouse. Right? If we have a change my spouse meeting, we can get 572 people to show up. Right? But, but what God's wanting to do is change me. It'll change you. Right? If, if, if God could change us, he could change the world. But we have, we have this tendency to always think, we, 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 we lock on to ourselves. Even when we know we're wrong, we try to act like we know we're right. Because we'd rather prove we're right than admit we're wrong. Come on, somebody. You know, uh, and, and the deal is, is that we, what we need God to do is, is, is to have a liberty, to have a freedom to change us. So that, so that we get better, so that life gets better. You, you know, you, your world could be a lot better starting tonight if you just let God change a couple of thoughts. If you could just get godly thoughts, right? Uh, you, you know, he said in Isaiah, he said, my thoughts aren't like your thoughts. My ways aren't like your ways. It's not a put down, it's an invitation up. We have an invitation from God to come to a, come to a place in life where we're getting a result that we don't deserve. Come on, he, he, he's saying, look, look, come walk with me. Come walk with me. It's uh, Micah, you know, the, the, in the book of Micah. He said, I've, I've shown man what is good. And, and it, it's to, uh, to, to love mercy, to do just, and, and to walk humbly with God. To walk with God. God's given an invitation to walk with him. Now, we, any, anybody, I, I promise you, anybody who walks with me is going to get closer to God. And you can say the same thing. Matter of, fact, I, matter of fact, I want you to look at somebody tell them, if you walk with me, yeah, you actually say it. When I pause, you just say it, okay? So, so look at them again and say, if you walk with me, you're going to get closer to God. You, you know what you got to do? You got you to you wrap your brain around this reality. Man, and it'll help you rock, walk, it'll help you rock right. <laughs> it'll help you, it'll help you walk right. If you just keep this in the forefront, man, I'm supposed to be walking people closer to God. Man, instead of allowing myself to slide over here a little bit. No, i got to keep myself on target because people are walking with me. Come on now, people are walking with me. You know, and if people are following you and you got your left turn signal on for 500 miles, they don't know where you're going. But, but what you want to know, what you want to know is where you're going and know that, that you're helping others get there. Right? See, I, I don't want to just win in life. I want to help people win in life. Come on, I want, I want everybody who ever gets, ever gets close to this house, that I want their life to get better. Right? So, uh, you know, so that means that every once in a while, there's stuff that I'd like to do that I have to say no to. Ever have that happen? Where what you want to do, you know you can't do. You know, you're not going to do, so you just take a minute and think about what it would be like if you could do it. And, and that's okay. Go ahead and think about it for a minute because you know you're not going to, right? And then get back on and, and do what God's called you to do, and that's to walk with him, to walk with him. And, 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 to, you know, it, and Amos 3.3 3 says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? You can't walk with God. You can't be in agreement with God if you're not in the Word of God finding out what God says. Man, I need, to know, I need to know what God says because when God's speaking, man, I'm telling you, when God's speaking, stuff's happening. <laughs> I, got, I got an amen section back there. I love it. 
Okay, so, so, so here's, here's the deal. If, if you would let God speak to you, listen, this is the way God works. It, that, that what God speaks comes out of what God speaks to. Right? When he looked at the darkness, he didn't say, wow, it really is dark in here. He, no, he said, let there be light. And, and it started changing stuff. Right? And, and what he speaks comes out of what he speaks to. And if you would let God speak to you, it'll start coming out of you. And it'll start manifesting in you. And it'll start growing in you. And it'll start developing you. But you got to let God speak. See, the enemy, he doesn't want you to, to be spending any time with God and in the Word of God. He wants you to be, you know, under the impression that you're too busy for God. You are not too busy for God. I don't care who you are. We live in a day and age when it's too easy to get the Word of God. They got an app for that. You know, you, you, can get the, you can get the word. Quit talking about how dark it is out there in the world. Man, the devil's just wreaking havoc. Turn on your Bible. Let the light shine. Hello, somebody. And, and uh, you know, and, and start looking on the inside and let God work on the inside of you and, and, and grow that inner man. Get, get really strong on the inside. And I promise you that no matter what's happening on the outside, it's not, it's not going to matter. See, and, and there's some things that you're going to have to say no to, but, but when you say no, you know, in the present realm, you know, isn't it always just in that moment? You know, it's just usually in that moment when somebody does something that I think they shouldn't have done and, and I want to help fix them. Huh? little ball peen adjustment never hurt anybody. Yeah, 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 and I'm just thinking, just let, me, just let me get my hand on that for a minute, and I'll make them better. And, and God will say no. And, but, you, you know, in, in the present, there are some things that you're going to have to say no to. But if you'll say no to some things in the present, God will say yes to some things in your future. Now, I know I'm talking to some people tonight. I'm telling, I'm telling you that, 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 that God wants you to know that there's some things. You, you're having, you're having to, to, to separate yourself from some stuff. You know, from, there's some thoughts that we've entertained that we need to say no more. No, not, I'm not going to think that way. I'm not going to think that way about that person. I'm not. I'm, not. I'm going I'm, I'm to move away from that because if you'll say no in the present, God will say yes to some things for your future. And Jeremiah 29, we know this one, right? Jeremiah 29, 11, he said, I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, not harm me, plans to give you hope and a future. Man, God's all about your future. The enemy, he's all about your past. God's all about your future. God's all about your future. And, and you know, there's really just a couple of things in life that, that can kind of get you in a little bit of trouble with God. And, and, and it's none of the stuff that's going on out there. It's just the stuff that's going on in here. Right? So, you know, quit, quit building an image. You start building a relationship. I think a lot of us are, well, our culture is obsessed with image, right? You, you, you have three images. You have, uh, you, you have your, your uh, projected image, your perceived image, and your true image. And your projected image, that's the image that you, that you put out there for everybody to see. And a lot of times that ain't got nothing to do with the true you. That's just who you wish you were, who you want people to think you are. And your perceived image, that ain't got nothing to do with you either. That just has to do with what you think other people are thinking about you. And what other people are thinking about you, um, there, there, there shouldn't be enough words in the English dictionary to describe how much you don't care 
what others are thinking. You've got to care what God's thinking. And, and, and to know what God's thinking about you, again, you've got to get back in the Word. Because your true image, that's, that's the image that, that God's called. That's the image that God saved. That's the image that God anoints. That's the, God, that's the image that, that, that God's going to use. And you want to live from your true image. And so you've you got to deal with that inner man. You know, uh, uh, re- remember when Samuel the prophet went, went looking for uh, the new king that was going to replace Saul. Saul. Saul had been disqualified with God, and, and uh, Samuel's out looking uh, for somebody to take his place. And he's under the impression that, he, you know, he, he's, he, he's, he thinks he's on a hunt for, for a good looker. You know, so, for somebody tall and somebody muscular and somebody handsome, somebody that's going to represent well. And, and, and uh, uh, matter, matter of fact, in, in 1 Samuel 16... Uh, about verse 7, I think. Yeah. Uh, the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height because I've rejected him. Uh, check it out. The, Jesse has got a bunch of sons, right? He's got seven sons, and he's praying them all by there because Samuel knows where it's coming from because God's directed him to this spot to find the right guy that's going to be lifted up and that's going to be anointed by God, and, and he keeps bringing everybody by. And these guys, man, these guys that are being rejected, these are all the ones that you would think, would, they're, they're the ones that you would think would have God's vote. You know, even Samuel, when he sees him coming, he's thinking, that's the one. That's the one. And, and, and the dudes come in, you know, their names. It's crazy what their names, each of these guys, their name. One of them, his name means uh, uh, God is my father. Another one, another one is uh, my God is noble. Another one, my God is present. And you would think, you know, hey, they got the T-shirt. They got the brand. And, and, but, but look what it says. Don't consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. Man, I got I to tell you something. I don't want God to ever say that about me or about you. I have rejected them. He said, the, the Lord does not look at the things people look at. Here, here's the a, here's a thought you want to get birthed in your spirit. The Lord does not look at things people look at. The Lord does not look at things people look at. Listen, I, t- tonight I'm here to tell you something. I'm here to tell you that God has not rejected you. God has accepted you. You are born into the family of God. If you are in Christ, you are a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are fresh and new. The fresh and new has come. Look at somebody and say, hello, fresh and new. People look at the outward appearance. People are, people are hung up on, on, on image. 1959, Barbie showed up. And from that point forward... Little girls everywhere were totally messed up because they could never be good enough. And, and, and the deal is, is that, you, you, know, uh, you, you know, you see the pictures in the magazines and everybody's trying to match that image. But, but what you forget to remember is that that picture in the magazine has been airbrushed. It's been touched up quite a bit. You know, and, and you and I, you know, we're, we're trying to live up to, to, to an image that's been uh, presented to us. And e- even the way we think about our, ourselves on a daily basis and our image, our image is messed up. And, and so our, we, our identity is in our outward appearance. And we got to we got to stop that. Man, you, you, you got to break that off. You, your identity is not in your appearance. And he said, the Lord looks at the heart. The Lord looks at the inner man. The, the Lord's looking at the inner man. You want to get the inner man growing. You, you want to get your inner man strong. You, you want to get your inner man healthy. 
You, 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 want, you want God to, to speak into some things and to begin to work on you and to change you from the inside out because i got to tell you something. Uh, if your identity is based on a physical appearance, man, you could have good days or bad days. You're probably going to have more bad days than good. Hello, look at somebody. Just look at them and say, yeah, you're in trouble. Okay. Uh, uh, you, you know, image... I'm not saying just let yourself go. You know, none of us want furniture disease. It's where your chest falls into your drawers. You don't want that, okay? You, 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 you want to you do what you got to do. Ain't nothing wrong with a little nip and tuck, okay? Okay, just, you know, if you can fix it, get her done. But don't be so wrapped up in your identity. Don't let your identity get all wrapped up in that stuff. Because your identity, listen, here's the problem, is that your authority flows from your identity. Here's what you need to know tonight, is that you have authority. Man, if you can wake up to this reality, you can change the world. You have authority. You, you got the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead living on the inside of you. You have God's word to use as a weapon. Man, you can engage the enemy and win. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. You've got what it takes to demonstrate Satan's defeat on a daily basis. Come on, you're more than a conqueror. You have more than enough. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything you can even ask or think. He's on your side. He's for you, not against you. And, and, and you, know, you know, man, I don't know how to get people to do it, how to get them to just take the word of God and begin to speak with authority and to make a declaration and to begin to use God's word to change some stuff because what God speaks to comes out of what God, you know, God, what he speaks is coming out of what he speaks to. His word is alive and powerful. It will not return into him void without accomplishing the very purpose for which he sent it forth to accomplish. We got to get this, man. God, God's, God's looking on the inside. Okay? God, God's looking on the inside. And on the inside, if you're in Christ, you know, a lot of times when you're whining and complaining, uh, he don't even know what you're talking about. He can't relate. Man, because he's looking at you, the spitting image of his son. He's looking at you, the, the one that he's called out of darkness and translated into the marvelous light of his dear son. He's looking at you, the, the, the one that, that, that is, has got everything he needs to live a life that pleases God. He's looking at you wondering what in the world you're talking about. You're not, you're not rejected. You're accepted. You're accepted. You're in the family. You're on the team. You're not getting left out. You're getting lifted up. Amen. Uh, right about there. I just think we just ought to give God a hand and thank him. Come on, somebody. Awesome. Remember John 10, 10. He said the thief comes in order to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I came that they may have and enjoy life. Have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. I came that you might have it 
and enjoy it. That that that, that they may 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 have and may enjoy. It. You, you know, you gotta get, you gotta get the gotta get engaged in the right life. A lot of us are, are spending all of our time and energy and resource, and it's in the wrong life. And eternal life, it, it, this is what it's talking about. The, that word life there is zoe, Z-O-E. It's life like God has it. You know, and a lot of us, we, we're spending all of our time in that old life. We're, we're spending all of our time in, in, a, in, a, in a lower level life, and God's called us up to a different place. Different lifestyle altogether. The, the enemy, he's come to, to destroy. He wants to destroy your image. He, he wants to rip from your grip what God's placed within your possession. He, he wants to get you to focus on, on what happened so you're not prepared for what's happening. He, he wants you to engage in, in stuff that you can't change so you don't have time to engage in stuff you can. Get you so overwhelmed with the past that you're not ready and actively involved in your future. And it's, again, I, I just want to tell you, your, your identity is linked directly to your authority. And uh, you, you have authority. Look at this, in Luke 10, 19, Luke 10, 19, he said, behold, that's a cool word, behold. That means stop, focus, and see this correctly. Just stop. Focus. Make sure you get this one right. I give you authority. You've got authority. You can trample on serpents and scorpions, and, oh, and you've got authority over all the power of the enemy. Well, you know, you know brother, the, the enemy is very powerful. Yeah, but there's a difference between power and authority. See, you have authority over, over his power. Now, if you, don't, if you don't operate in your authority, well, then he can wreak havoc in your world. But if you operate in your authority, you know what, man? There's just places when you just need to stand up and use your authority. You, you, just, you, you need to get that. You need to wake up to this. I don't know how it happened, but when Shelby and I woke up to the fact that we had authority, we, we suddenly had the ability to put a stop to a lot of the junk that the enemy was trying to do in our life and in our home and in our church and in our community. You've got authority. Some of you men of God, you know, you, you, need, to, you need to stand up in your position and you need to, to, to operate in your authority in your house. I'm not talking about telling your wife what to do. I'm talking about telling the devil what to do. Use that authority to drive the devil out. You don't, you don't have the right to mess with my house. Get out of here. Well, well that, that, sounds, that, that sounds a little odd. That's out there. Let me tell you what's odd is you have an authority over the power of the enemy and not using it. You, you got to wake up to this and, and real, okay, I'm going to take the word of God. I'm, I'm going to use the authority that God's given me. Because, check it out. I got, I, I got authority over all the power, not some of it, all of it. You, you, you doing okay? Cause I'm, I'm just, I'm, I, I feel like, you know, uh, like I'm bouncing all over the place in a way, but, but it's like, dude, if I could just get some folks to, because you know what I want for you to have? I want you to have insane victory. Just, man, you just got to get this. You, you have authority over all the power of the enemy. And nothing, no thing, no word shall by any means hurt you. 
Remember, uh, re- remember when, when Satan kept going in before God and he was, he was, he, he was wanting to mess with Job? And, uh, he, and, and uh, God, God finally, you know, Satan said, it's not fair because I can't get to him. Uh, I can't get to him because you, you've, you, you've got him hedged in with such great protection. I can't get to him. So you don't even know if he's really going to choose you. You've got so much protection around him that uh, he, he ain't got to make a choice. And finally, uh, God says, okay, look, you can touch him, but you can't kill him. And some of you guys need to realize this, that the enemy, he can touch you. He can't kill you. Well, the doctor says, I, got, I don't care what the doctor says, God says. I, I'm, I'll tell you who's in charge of my life. It is not the devil. Well, you want to be real careful. The devil will kill you. He can't. You know, I, this might not be super popular, but, uh, man, cancer ain't going to kill you. Your belief systems might. But you have, you have authority over all the power. And if, if, you, if you start operating in this authority, if you start walking this thing out and you realize, dude, God brought me into an insane family. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am adopted. The Bible says that we have been adopted by God. Therefore, we have the ability to cry, Abba, Father. You know, what's, you know what's nuts about an adopted child? Even, uh, you, you know, because if you want, if I want, you know, I hope you boys are listening. If I want, I can write you out of my will. But an adopted child cannot be written out of your will. That comes from the Bible. You've been adopted into the family of God. You can't even be taken out of the will. You want to know what's crazy? You know how many people struggle with, I don't know if I'm in the will of God or not. You can't be taken out. There goes all that power that the enemy had. Well, what if I screw up? <laughs> you can't. Great peace have those that love thy, that love thy law, and nothing shall off end them. Take them off the end. You can, you, can, you, can, you can make some crazy, stupid choices. But if you keep walking with God, guess what? You're going to end up right where he Ask Jonah. You know, you're, you, you, sometimes I think Jonah, you know, he, he spent three days in the belly of a great fish. And I think it's funny that God had prepared a great fish for Jonah, but he hadn't prepared Jonah for a great fish. And, uh, and, uh, and he, he got down in there. And, but the minute he got his mind right, he spit up. Right the spot he's supposed to be in the first place. Maybe when you get your mind right, you'll end up right the spot where God wanted you in the first place. Huh? Let me just share with you real quick. How am I doing? Uh, I'm going to give you eight things. (laughs) Does that scare you? Oh, my God. Eight. I'm going to give you eight things. Just thoughts about family because you are in the family of God. You are born of God. I, I wish I had more time. I, I'd take you to 1 John 4, 5, little children, ye are of God. Whoever is born of God has overcome and has already overcome and, and, and the, the, the devils ain't got no power on you. You're in the family. But, but let, let, me just, let me just give you some thoughts about family. And the first one I've already mentioned is that you're accepted by God. You, when, you're, when, when, when you're born into your family, uh, you know, 
in the natural realm, uh, that's, you get your family. You don't get to pick your family. There, there's your family, right? And there's your race, and there's your gender, and, there, and you're born. When you are born into God's family, uh, remember what Jesus told Nicodemus. If you're going to see the kingdom of God, you must be born again. When you're born in, in the spirit, when, you, when you're born again in the spirit, you have a new identity. Okay? And you are accepted by God. Look at somebody and tell them, I am accepted. Okay, uh, number two, in a family, in a family, and this is just a strong, healthy family, in a strong, healthy family, everybody is a contributor. Uh, you know, I, I think that some of us, uh, the way we were raised, it was a little bit different than the way kids are getting raised today. When uh, the way, you know, when I, when, when I was a kid, uh, you know, you know, I had a list of things. You know, back in the day, remember back in the day when you didn't have washer and dryer? You, you were the washer and dryer. You know, and me and my sister, we would wash and we would dry and we'd fight over who's going to do which. And, and, uh, uh, but everybody in a, in a healthy family, every, everybody's a contributor. You need to get your kid off the couch and get him out there mowing the lawn. Okay. Yeah, parents everywhere are going, yeah, and kids are going, no. You got to participate, right? Everybody, you are not a bench warmer. Okay, you're in the family of God. Here's one of the things the enemy does. He does not want you to participate in what God's doing here. Uh, This morning I was in, uh, where were we? Lewiston, Clarkston area uh, speaking. And and a guy came up to me after the service and he's telling me about how he's studying the, the, you know, all this junk that he's into. And, 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 uh, you know, and I just, uh, where do you serve in the church? And he looked at me like I was on crack. And he's, well, I, I'm, you know, I, I got this, I, me and Jesus. And I'm like, so you're of no use to the body. And then he didn't want to talk to me anymore, and I was happy. So, um, <laughs> you, you, know, you know what got Saul rejected by God is that instead of doing what God had qualified him to do, he tried to do what he thought others should do. No, just do, just do your job, right? But participate, be a contributor in, you know, in the family. Don't be worrying about what everybody else is doing. You know, just make sure that you're doing it because, you know, everybody's got different giftings and different talents. And, you know, go, go through the growth track and find your gifting and then just start doing what God's created you to do. You know, some people are gatherers. They can get all kinds of people to show up at all kinds of stuff. Some people are financers, and, they, and, and they're good at, at, at bringing in revenue and paying for stuff. Some people are, are hands-on, uh, uh, you know, laborers, and, and they like to get their hands dirty. Just, just let people do what they do, but you make sure you do what God's called you to do and be a contributor in the family of God. Amen? Uh, uh, number three, uh, everybody, everybody in a family, everybody eats at the same table. Okay, there ain't nobody up in here that's all that, right? And, and you know, if, if you walk in and we've got tables set out there and Shelby and I are sitting there, you can sit at our table, okay? Everybody's got a place at the table. There's a place for you at God's table, okay? You've been accepted by God. Quit acting like you don't fit and step in there. You break that timidity off of yourself and just join, join the team, Amen. Uh, number four, uh, family is a place to prepare for the future. You know, that might not have been the way it was at your household. Maybe nobody at your home ever told you, way to go, we believe in you. Well, let us tell you, way to go, we believe in you. And you got a future that God's getting you ready for. 
And I know that there's times and challenges in the present that seem tough, but I'm telling you that God's getting you ready for something awesome. So you just realize that, uh, man, uh, get prepared for your future. You, you know, we were saying tonight, no place I'd rather be, and I, and I was thinking about it, you know, uh, uh, yesterday and today, there's no place I'd rather be than home. And, uh, you, you know, I love going places, but I love being at home. And I think, I think that's the way I'll be here at the garden. Just, man, I just, I love coming here. I really do. I, uh, people that don't want to be here, kind of, I look at them like they're, you know, dopey or something. Okay. Just saying. Okay, number, number five, it's a place of accountability. It's a place of accountability. Yeah, okay, everybody's going to make mistakes. Making a mistake is not the issue. Will you own it? You just got to own it. You know, if you can't admit it, it's going to be impossible for you to quit it. So you got to admit it and quit it, right? Accountability. You need to have, you're in a family. You need to allow people to walk up to you and say, what in the world are you doing? You don't live that way. You, you know, that, that's what we do with our boys. Why, why in the world are you doing that? That's not who you are. Come on, we don't do, this family does not act that way. And you, you need to open the door and let people speak into your life. Because it's fam- we're a family. And, and a family is a place of accountability. And there are certain things that you, you're probably going to need a little help with because in your messed up thinking, you think you're right. You think it's okay to, to, to speak to your wife that way. No, it ain't. Knock it off. Speak life. Be an encourager. Be a hope giver. Hello, somebody. Uh, number six, it's a place of uniqueness. I don't know why I didn't turn this into like a month-long series, but God just said to do it this way. Is that all right? Because, because you need it all at once. We're just going to download this. This is a place, a family is a place of uniqueness. Uh, just be you. You know, uh, a bunch of guys went over to uh, Casey Treat's place for Vision this year, and, and the theme was be you. And uh, you know what? You, nobody does you like you. And God's put something in you that the house needs, that the family needs, just be you. you. You can't duplicate me. And if two of us are identical, one of us isn't needed, and guess which one it's going to be? It's going to be you. So uh, here's the deal. Just be you. Amen? Hey, hey if, if you're into skinny jeans, wear them. Right? Be you. But... But you know what? If you want to wear a tie, go for it. But just make sure you're authentic. And, and make sure that you're not trying to, to project an image. Just be you. Look at somebody tell them, just be you. Number seven, it's a place of fun. I think a healthy family ought to be fun. I think you ought to enjoy it. Amen? And, and nothing is a joy killer like somebody who's upset because you're having a good time. So... Enjoy it, but let others enjoy it too. And nothing, nothing's going to rob you of the ability to just enjoy life. Remember John 10, 10. He said, I've come that you may have and enjoy life. Nothing will, will, will sabotage your joy experience like a spirit of complaining. So, you know, every once in a while, you just walk into the bathroom, look in the mirror, and say, shut your pie hole. Okay? Just get control, stop your whining, 
Because there's all kinds of stuff. Can I just tell you something? That there's, there's all kinds of stuff that happens here that isn't necessarily the way I like it. But we're not trying to reach you. We're trying to reach the lost. Right? So together, we're better. And sometimes that means there's some give and take. But just, just enjoy the journey. Where am I at? Number eight. Number eight, and, and this one, we're going to close with this one. But in a family, you fight for the reputation of others. Fight for the reputation of others. You know, in my family, I could fight with my sister. I could argue with my brother. But if anybody else did, I'd take them out. Okay? Uh, uh, you, you know what you need to do? You need to stand up for your family. I said you need to stand up for your family. Yeah? Yeah, it's just, just hey, uh, you, you know, uh, we're launching into things. We're going to be doing all kinds of stuff to, 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 uh, to reach people. You know, last weekend, uh, you know, giving away the bicycles. And what I, you know, what, what amazes me is how many, how many people outside the body got upset because we're giving bicycles away. Well, it's only because they're stingy. Well, you know, well, we know what you're up to. Well, good for you. I know what I'm up to, too. I just want a chance to talk to somebody I wouldn't normally get a chance to talk to. Right? So uh, we're going to do all kinds. You know, you know who gets upset when the church starts reaching the lost? The religious. No, nobody cares how you do it except church people. Isn't that weird? We're called to reach the lost. When we try to reach the lost, church people get upset. Religious folks don't like it. And you need to have a backbone and stand up for your family. Amen? Amen. You're accepted. You're in. You don't have to earn it. Right? You're, you're born of the Spirit. You, you got what it takes. And, 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 God, and God's given you authority. Now, now rise up and walk in that authority. Demonstrate Satan's defeat. Enjoy the ride. I said enjoy the ride. But don't be shocked when you have opposition. Just realize that, you know what? All of that stuff that, that gets flung at us, it doesn't make any difference. Why? Because God is on our side. He's for us, not against us. We're, we're, nothing, nothing can take us off the end that God's given to us. Why? Because we got great peace. Why? Because we love the word of God. Amen. Come on, give Jesus one more big hand tonight. Father, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I want you to close your book and bow your head, and we're going to pray a prayer together before we leave.